Welcome to the Almost Perfect Podcast. You know the deal, baby. You saw that it was a bonus episode, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna hang out with Bob for a little while. Let's see how that guy's doing. So, uh, let's see how that guy's doing, I guess. Pretty weird. Pretty weird, to be honest with you. Like, the reason why there's no guest this week is because I just didn't wanna. Like, I didn't think I would be in the right headspace to put on a good interview. And, yeah, it's also when you're doing this sort of thing all on your own, it gets a little draining at times, man. Like, it's a lot of work and, yeah, just emotionally wasn't in the right space this week because as you probably know on Wednesday it was uh, the funeral of Jaden Daniel and that was rough man it's got to see a lot of fucking cool people you know a lot of Durban's creative scene came out because Jaden worked with so many people and touched so many lives and that was rad like We'd had after tears at Amsterdam and got to hang out with the Black Crystals and other cats and yeah, get to reminisce and celebrate the life of Jaden. And you know, there was <laughs> there was a lot of joy and laughter and that was beautiful. But of course it was also a lot of tears and just a lot of emotions, man. A lot of thoughts, a lot of feelings. It was also kind of strange to be in a church again, as <laughs> it seems like the only times I'm in a church these days is for funerals. And it's always interesting seeing the different ways things are done. This church was a bit more of a modern church. They had like a really slick setup. And I was a little, like, it's their church, their vibe, like, you know, I'm not one to impose on anyone else, but like, you know, as an outsider, I just kind of wish people would come with the old school hymns, you know, the ones we all know, not the new Hillsong type vibes that's, you know, it's like the people come out and they put on a great performance, but I can't sing along. I don't know the melody. I don't know the vibe, you know, like, <laughs> get me, come all ye faithful, you know, fucking all things bright and beautiful, you know, the classics. But yeah, it was, uh, I think it was a service that Jaden definitely would have enjoyed. He was a lover of Christ and God, and that's, yeah, that came through. There were quite a few heartfelt performances. Um, fuck, the speeches were moving. People really left their hearts on that stage, and I'm grateful that they did, you know, <laughs> like that's, People shared their stories and just reminded everyone of Jaden's beauty. Got to got to hear his uncle play. Who, if you've listened to uh, the podcast with Jaden, you will you will have heard about his uncle and the influence that he had. And it was pretty cool to hear him play some jazz at the end. He fucking nailed that shit, man. <laughs> that dude can play. So that was. A wonderful treat and it just sucks that it's you know for such a tragic thing i guess i'm gonna give a content warning here for um suicide and suicidal ideations as 
that's what I'm going to be talking about now. Because it's something I have dealt with personally. I've had unsuccessful attempts and hopefully we'll never have a successful attempt. Hopefully we'll never have another attempt. But sometimes your brain lies to you, you know? Sometimes it's your own worst enemy and it can distort reality. It can tell you things that just aren't true about yourself, about other people, about the world. And it can lead you down some really dark paths and really tragic paths that no one needs to be taking, you know? (laughs) And just, if you are someone that deals with depression, please just talk to people. I know it's hard. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck, I know. Trust me. Like... I'm not the best with it at all. I suffer in silence a lot. But also at the same time, I do talk about it on the podcast sometimes and like now. And I do think that helps. And I think it's just important to talk about because I also know that there's definitely other people on the other side of this who have gone through similar things, you know. And like, I do want you to know you're not fucking alone. Like... It's cliche to say, and I'm probably going to say a bunch of cliches, but you're not. Like, yes, we're born alone, we die alone, all that fucking shit, but the rest of your life, you have, like, most people have a lot of people that they can lean on, you know? Not everyone, I know that, like, some people lead lonelier lives than others, but for a lot of us, we do have people who care about us, and want you know the best for us and who will listen and who will try to understand but i know when you're in your darkest moments you don't feel that way you for me personally i'm going to talk just how i've felt in these situations you know i felt like a burden i felt like people's lives would be better without me like (laughs) genuinely i mean for me the big concern was my mom like because for me, the, when the shit was the hardest was when I was a teenager. And, you know, she worked two jobs and she struggled a lot. And I always felt it was kind of my fault, you know. <laughs> you know, because she had to look after me. She had to bring me up. She had to pay school fees and buy clothes and do all the things. And, like, you know, part of me felt that... You know, I was also, I was fucking bullied, like, fucked up in school and was very lonely and didn't have many friends. And, yeah, that was, you know, that was, as I say, that was the time where this shit was the strongest for me and where I tried the most sincerely, I guess. And, yeah, like, the whole time it was just like, I'm doing people a favor, you know? And then later in life, it's not been about my mom (laughs) so much, but yeah, more just, more just feeling like you don't matter for me. Like, I don't know what other people feel. And yeah, just that things are kind of pointless and that nothing you do will really have an impact or really matter. And it's all frivolous and you know what's the point that's that's for me i as i say i don't know what other people 
think when they're in their darkest moments and I would wouldn't even try to guess you know but as I say that's that's where I've been at with it and I know like it can be a very lonely experience and it feels like nobody else cares but I also know from talking to people when I've been at my lowest and from living through the shit that people do care lots of people typically care <laughs> a lot more people care about you than you probably realize I think it's just hard to see that sometimes like <laughs> that's the reality especially with like social media and just the way our society is structured at the moment it can be very isolating and there's so many new anxieties to deal with every day and it's a lot but you know we are in this together like there are there are allies to be found in this fight and i just hope that you you reach out to them because i know like people are always like oh check on your friends and stuff like that but the reality is no one can help you if you don't ask for it and the tragic thing about depression is that it tells you you don't need help you don't want help you don't need anyone else you don't want anyone else like it's I mean well sometimes <laughs> not always but I do know that yeah there are those parts and that's the struggle man that is the fucking that's part of the battle but as the old cliche goes no feeling is final like, as much as when you're in your darkest moments, it feels like it's going to be that way forever, it's not. Like, there is a lot to live for. There is more joy to be found in this world. Like, even if not today, <laughs> maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day, maybe next week, you know? Like, but at some point, the fucking darkness will alleviate. I know from my own experiences that... Depression doesn't last forever. It can last a long fucking time, though. <laughs> I'm not, not going to deny that. Like, it can go on for years sometimes. But it does eventually end. And there is hope. There is, like I say, joy in this world. And yeah, I've been reading... Well, I read a book called The Depths, which is on the evolutionary history of depression. And kind of explains... How it can be a little bit useful, although, <laughs> yeah, not really feeling that argument, to be honest, but it also provided some useful tools, and it did explain a lot of, you know, what happens, why it happens, how your body reacts to, like, low mood stuff, and why it does that, and all these things, but, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I'm just saying read that book. <laughs> If uh, you do want to know a bit more about depression and maybe, you know, maybe it'll help you. It did help me a little bit. Like it definitely did give me a bit more of an understanding and a reminder that, yeah, you can get through it. Like it's hard. It's fucking hard. But the, you know, the things that people tell you to do, do help. You know, the exercise, the healthy diet, the pursuing goals one step at a time all that shit can help um but like i say <laughs> the most important thing is please just call somebody 
please just if you're ever on that edge like just fucking vote a friend please that's it i guess that's yeah <laughs> can i talk about something a bit more frivolous now i guess i can i guess i can literally do whatever i want this is my podcast uh <laughs> Yeah, so the Mail and Guardian 200 came out, and this was the final year I could have been nominated, because it's only for um, people under 35 and under, and I will be 36 next year. So I guess I wasted my youth. I guess I didn't do enough with it to deserve that accolade. And I'm being a little facetious, but at the same time, like there is a part of me that. You know, like, I know awards and these things don't really matter, but it is nice to get the recognition, and it's also professionally just important to get the recognition. You know, like, these sorts of things do help, like, put you on the map. It does give you extra PR. It does, you know, open you up to more opportunities. And I like to think I probably deserve it, like, I don't want to feel entitled here, but in the last decade, real talk, very few people in Durban have done as much as I have, you know, culturally, that have had as much of an impact, that have had as much of an impact online and in real life. You know, I've put together fucking so much dope shit, like from Durban is yours to all the gigs, to the comedy festival, to this podcast. I did some shit, right? Like, right? It wasn't all in my head, you know. It's important. Or maybe it was. Maybe, maybe I'm like. That's the thing. I I know it's not. I know like the real life impact that a lot of the stuff I've done has had, and you know that's cool for me, I guess. But it would have been nice to get that recognition. But now I'm too damn old. Too damn old. I'm over the hole. One foot in the grave. All those things. And so I guess I'm going to have to start looking for under 40 lists, you know? <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I, I'm not too stressed about getting older. Like, I'm pretty, pretty cool with it. But this is a reminder that, yeah, I'm not as young as I once was. And that past glories won't, uh, <laughs> won't see me through, I guess. Got to... Gotta get some new glories going. Gotta gotta get some fresh glories going and live off of that. Or maybe I can work on myself and, you know, try to develop a healthier relationship with uh, recognition and that sort of stuff. That seems, that seems like a lot of work, though, so I'm just gonna go for the glory. <laughs> uh, yeah, weird podcast, I know. I know. Weird times, people. Weird fucking times. I am going to go for a walk around the neighborhood, and uh, I suggest you do the same when you get a chance. Get some fresh air, and uh, yeah, go look at some fucking trees, some flowers, taking the birds, the bees, whilst they're still alive. <laughs> Fuck. Too real, Bob. Too real. I hear you. I hear you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit her now, like I said. Uh, let's do the shout-outs. The shout-outs is uh, for the titular titles tier over patreon.com forward slash almost perfect. And there's a tier, there's a $10 tier, and there's the top tier. 
over at patreon.com forward slash almost perfect where you can support this podcast for as little as one dollar a month if uh, you don't want to give me monthly money but you still want to give me some money there's a little zapper thing on the website almostperfect.co.za you can just literally give me five rand if you want you can give me 500 rand if you want i don't mind it's a uh, Actually, I would encourage it, to be honest with you. It's not something I don't mind. It is something that I'm actively seeking out. <laughs> so, yeah. But, like I said, there is a tier. There's a $10 tier. It's a titular titles tier. And you get to pick your title on the podcast. And I shout you out at the end of the podcast every single week. There's other benefits as well. But I feel like this is probably the biggest perk. So, yeah, let's do the things. Shout out to Rousseau, who is our storage clerk of subtle heresies in the Lesser Overberg region. Russell Grant, the Far East correspondent. Neil Green, our key grip. Kron Slemon, the almost perfect hedge fund manager. Vishendra Nadu, our spiritual advisor. Riz Ventura, the director of purchasing. Julian, who is the king. Kron Chetty, the assistant to the regional manager. Kath Jenkin, the inevitable ruler of the universe and Queen Swifty. Our executive producer, Stephen Olafia, and our anonymous benefactor. And uh, shout-outs to you for listening through to the end. Like I say, just uh, talk to somebody, fucking get some fresh air, and just uh, make hay while the sun shines. I will catch you on the flip side.